Welcome to Say When, a podcast for anyone who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or believing they can never be worthy or valued until they reach their ideal weight. Had enough? Then it's time to say when. I'm Holly Toscanini, a certified health coach and chronic dieter. I coach women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies. Does this sound like you? If so, I'm glad you're here. This non-diet approach to health is important because it allows you to stop wasting precious time and energy trying to change yourself to fit some unrealistic ideal of beauty. Plus, it speaks to your underlying desire to feel valued and worthy just as you are. Ready to learn more? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this first episode of Say When, the podcast for women who are ready to walk away from diet culture and redefine their relationship with food while establishing a peaceful relationship with their bodies. My name is Holly Toscanini. Thanks for joining me. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've been on a diet my entire life. My mother and my grandmother dieted. And my very first memory of trying to change my body when I was, I don't know, maybe five years old, my grandma owned a beauty shop and she had this piece of exercise equipment that I loved to play on. And I remember getting on it for a few minutes and then going up to her and pulling up my shirt to show her my belly and asking, am I skinny yet? She assured me that I was every single time. And then she'd send me to the liquor store next <laughs> to the beauty shop to get some Cheetos and a push-up pop. Now, my grandmother was always on a diet. I mean, desserts at her house were diet root beer and ice milk floats. Sandwiches were made with fat-free cheese and low-fat mayo. And as a matter of fact, I remember she had a cupboard full of meal replacement bars and diet candies that were supposed to stop your hunger and your cravings and kill your appetite. She was always on some cottage cheese, tomato, and grapefruit diet and would only drink black coffee. One time, I remember getting into trouble for taking a bite out of a stick of butter. <laughs> she found my teeth marks in it and knew it was me. I don't know, was all that low-calorie diet food making me crave fat? I can't know for sure, but I do know I still like butter. <laughs> From a really early age, I decided that I had to be thin to be accepted, especially because I'm tall, which in my mind always equaled big. Plus, I developed curves at an early age, and that made me feel incredibly self-conscious. I felt like I had to hide all the time. Now, I tried all kinds of miracle and fad diets in high school with my friends. The crazier the protocol, the more convinced we were that it would work. There were miracle soups, weight loss pills and powders, you name it. I've probably tried it. I counted calories, exercised, and went hungry. I was afraid to pursue any of my interests, dreams, or passions until I was thin enough and could be the real me. Inevitably, I'd lose weight, and then I'd slowly gain it all back. I remember going on my first meal replacement program right after high school. My mom and my grandma were worried because I'd gained weight my senior year. My parents separated and eventually divorced when I was in high school, and I guess I turned to food to cope with it. Food was a way to feel good, accepted, and loved. It numbed any feelings of alienation, sadness, loneliness, or fear or abandonment that I had. Binging and overeating was actually a stress response. I followed the meal replacement plan perfectly, and I lost weight. But instead of dealing with what was causing my binging, I dealt with the weight gain, and for then that was enough. And what followed were years and years of yo-yo dieting that always left me feeling like a failure. I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but I bet you can, especially if you're in midlife. I'm 55, and I remember all of this as if it were yesterday. Now, over the next few decades, whenever I was going through a difficult time, my weight would go up. You see a pattern there? I was always uncomfortable in my body, no matter how much I weighed. 
When I felt thinner, I'd wear tight clothes that showed off my body but felt like an idiot because that was just false confidence. And when I felt big, I would wear baggier clothes, mostly dark colors that would hide any of my roles. I constantly would tug at my blouse to try to feel less exposed. I was always worried about the way I looked or the way I thought other people thought I looked. And that was how things went. I'd regain the weight, get fed up with myself, go on another extreme diet and lose the weight, up and down, over and over. I realized I was a chronic dieter with low self-esteem. I was completely disconnected from my body. I mean, I put up with it, but I wasn't really in my body. I didn't know how to be in a body that society told me was wrong. And when I was in my 40s, my weight was at an all-time high, and I decided I had to do whatever it took to learn everything I could about weight loss and how to change my body for good. I was going to make it my job, literally. I studied and got multiple certifications in nutrition and fitness and coaching. I actually began working as a corporate wellness coach and a health educator for a medical weight management clinic. Um, I also coached private clients on the weekends on how to lose weight. And they were successful in the short term. See, I followed the same advice I was giving my clients by eating a very low-carb, low-calorie diet and taking weight loss medications in addition to lots of exercise, I lost weight. I was actually able to keep it off for a little over 10 years. Sounds like a success story, I know, but unfortunately, no matter how thin or fit I got, I wasn't really fixing my core issue. My sense of self-worth and self-esteem never really improved. And I hadn't realized that I was using food as a way to deal with difficult issues in my life. Weight loss would make me feel a temporary increase in confidence and my body was smaller, which equaled I was okay and deserving of attention, but it never really penetrated the lack of self-esteem that cast a shadow over every accomplishment I made. My body image continued to be negative, especially after I started gaining weight after my divorce. It was a period of job change, COVID-19 lockdown, and menopause. Yes, everything I thought I knew to be true for myself was just called into question. All the repressed emotions, people-pleasing, unhealed trauma, perfectionism, control, negative thoughts, and fluctuating hormones left me feeling more alienated from my body than ever. Plus, on top of all that, I'm getting older, and aging gracefully isn't something that society encourages unless you remain thin and wrinkle-free. <laughs> I had to figure out how to see all of this and menopause, too, as an opportunity to experience the personal emotional and spiritual transformation that included calling a truce with my body and a willingness to embrace my age, to see it as an asset. See, my body wasn't the enemy. My thinking was, why did I feel this way about myself and the way I looked? Well, it wasn't until I discovered a non-diet coach and started understanding what was really going on that I started figuring things out. And since then, my coaching practice has shifted away from helping women achieve weight loss, which we know never lasted for very long, to a non-diet approach to health and wellness. Now together my clients and I address issues like emotional eating, body neutrality, and self-empowerment. Using a method of self-coaching, we begin by looking at what we've been taught about food and what an acceptable body image is. Next, we develop new thoughts and beliefs about our bodies and our fear of fatness. Then we reconnect with our body's inner wisdom by learning to speak its language and trusting our intuition about what's best for us physically, mentally, and spiritually. You see, changing my beliefs hadn't been easy, and I still have work to do. There are still days when I struggle, old habits die hard. <laughs> but over time, I noticed more days pass when I don't have hundreds of negative thoughts about my body. I now realize my body isn't all that I am, but just a part of who I am. It's a vessel for me to experience being here on earth. 
I think my journey with body image and weight was created to help me learn my inherent value and self-worth. I spent the last few months rereading the library of books I had on health and wellness with a totally different perspective. And I truly believe that the way we eat is intertwined or mixed up with all the beliefs and values we have about ourselves and our deservedness. Now, over time, I have developed a kinder, more accepting relationship with food and my body. I've learned to take care of myself and my emotional needs without solely relying on food. I'm focusing on all the ways I can nourish my body as well as feed my soul. Looking at my body in the mirror, I'm able to feel accepting and neutral, not self-loathing. Now, through this work, I understand how events in my past helped shape my beliefs about my self-worth and how diet culture reinforced those beliefs. I truly believe I'm learning to heal myself, and I hope to inspire you to do the same. Next time, we're going to spend some time talking about diet culture. A lot of people aren't even aware it's a thing. (laughs) So we're going to learn how to recognize diet culture and how it operates in our lives, and I'm going to tell you some really simple ways that you can get started breaking up with diet culture once and for all. Thank you for joining me. I hope you'll catch the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.